Did you enjoy your chicken patties, Kaylin? Or oh, I thought you were talking to Adam. Adam didn't Adam get one. Adam didn't get one because he brought his own fancy food. The whole Thanks, time Dallas. I thought she was making me a chicken patty. She's you like, make had it, your own food. She's making, Why would I she's make you a chicken three patty? chicken patties. And there's three of us in the kitchen. There's four of us in and the And then house. she's like, uh, we only have two buns. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. I don't need a bun. I just ate something different. And she's I like, oh, no, this isn't for you. <laughs> So sorry to disappoint you, Adam, but you brought your own food to my house. I didn't think you needed a chicken patty. Well, I always need a chicken patty. It's okay, I made up for it with chip dip, right, guys? Yeah, actually, the dip was good. But no. And welcome to Rougher on the Hedges podcast. I'm Kaylin. I'm Adam. And I'm Christine. And we are talking about our chip dip and chicken patties. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be <laughs> discussing plant swaps. Ooh, plant swaps. What's a plant swap, Adam? It is a popular trend <laughs> that has arisen in recent years i think they're kind of a recent thing um kind of with the with the houseplant boom showed up and you go to a place and you bring plants and then you trade them with other people it's a means of acquiring more or new plants without having to buy them you basically people show up with a bunch of stuff and ones we've been to you get like your own little station and you put all the plants that you brought on the station. And um, sometimes there's a piece of paper that says, like, this is what I brought. This is what I'm looking for. And then you just kind of start mingling about and start, you know, initiating trades to trade off. So what kind of plants or what do you, what do you, what do you bring to these swaps? Plants? Not Plant dead. Cuttings? You, you, don't bring, you don't bring dead plants. You could. You, you could, could try. try. You could try to bring some dead plants and be like, yo, I got this sweet, sweet, sweet dead oblique. And... <laughs> Uh, I really, I was, I was hoping to try out that, you know, variegated caramel marble. <laughs> well, uh, that seems like an unfair trade. I'm going to have to pass. I always, I always try to bring at a minimum rooted cuttings, if not plants. I feel like I have, I guess, a little more rep if I do it that way. People seem to respond more when I have something of like an actual growing thing instead of cuttings in a bag that said i have done cuttings in a bag and you know people do that there there are times where you find out a swap is in like two days or two weeks and that's not enough time to cut and root stuff mm -hmm. so at that point yes i do have to do cuttings but i try if it's like a few months out and i know about it i try to make something growing i kind of want to bring like a huge ass giant established epiprenum panatum variegata and just slap it down on the table <laughs> and just like be like this is all i brought <laughs> what do you have to offer today? You know what I should do to to counter that? I should bring my giant gigantium that touches almost the ceiling now and be like, would yeah. you like to swap your variegated <laughs> epipremnum panatum for my philodendron gigantium? You're just trying to like rescue that thing before its head gets chopped off by the <laughs> ceiling fan. How are you going to transport that? That's not the question. I mean, I suppose you have the truck right rent now. Rent a so U-Haul? No, 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 no I have a tiny little truck. Just I will use my little back. truck. My car, I was going to say it's in the shop. Ha, ha Car's at dad's house. Dad's fixing my car. My fuel pump went out. So I have a truck so I can haul things now. <laughs> I'm going to use this tiny truck to transport my giant gigantium, which each leaf is the size of two small children. <laughs> it would work, but I'd be more concerned about getting it there in one piece because the leaves are just fans that are going to blow in the wind. Right? Oh. Sails, if you So will. there you go. That's another thing to talk about for plant swaps, like transportation. I mean, most of the time when I go to a plant swap, the stuff I'm bringing is small enough where I can just... Throw in a box. Yeah. Usually I stuff stuff, uh, stuff, stuff in totes, <laughs> put lids on them, and then shove them in my car. And uh, how many totes did I bring to that one swap? Oh, my God. Like was it five four, or six? Or, oh, yeah. I guess five or six. It was five or six. You brought I a had a lot. ton of stuff. Nobody wanted to trade 
for those things at the <laughs> level that I wanted to get rid of them. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's something you have to navigate your expectations. Like when you're going into a plant swap, it's not the same as logging on to the computer and like finding stuff and purchasing. That's so funny because, okay, so Tonkadale is the one I think the three of us have done multiple swaps at. Mm-hmm. And the very first one I went to, it I went in, I wasn't sure what to do. It was the very first one I ever gone to. And I feel like everyone had nice stuff, like super rare plants that I was like, I, I don't have anything that I can like trade with you. So then the next one that was just a few months later, I was like, oh, we're going to have the same kind of stuff. So I like did more of my higher value stuff to be like ready to go trade. And everyone, it was all like super basic stuff. So it's so like, there's no way to uh, estimate or like prepare for what you're going to see. Well, then whoever, you know, shows up to the swap and what they already have is what's going to end up coming. So I guess it just depends on who comes to each swap. Because mm-hmm. I, I, f- I feel what you're saying about people having a bunch of really cool stuff. And then, like, lately, the swaps I've been to, I'm just like, oh, I either have all this stuff or I don't want to grow it. Right. But also, like, my collection has changed, too, and I've acquired cooler plants so like maybe it's just my perception is skewed and now all these cool they used to be cool plants now they're common plants to me because i already grow them so could be some of that too yeah i always feel like that's something you have to navigate with plant swaps is also not only managing expectations but like sometimes it's really competitive like sometimes you go and it's like yeah maybe you don't you didn't bring things that are tradable like it seems like everybody else might have higher value or more rare varieties or things that are just floating above your head. And you're like, oh, I only brought like my, you know, my Marble Queen cuttings or like my, my Hoya Carnosa or like little things. So, yeah, I that's one thing about plant swaps that uh, I've had to manage personally is like, uh, like the competitive, competitive side of it. It can be like a little bit, hmm. Not always fantastic, but then I've also had great experience. Like, I totally vibe with the, let's not buy every single plant. Let's just, like, work together to build our collections. Well, you can never predict what people are going to be bringing to a swap. You have no idea. You can ask your friends, but ultimately, you really have no idea what's going to be there. Right, and then I should say, like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If if all you have to offer is, like, snake plants and pothos and stuff, that's, that's not a bad thing. Um, you're getting out there and you're getting started. And you um, make friends. You make friends. And what I've done the last few times I've gone to a swap is if I bring something that someone's super interested in and they just don't have anything that I am interested in as well. More often than that, I don't want to go home with those plants that I brought. So I end up just giving it to the person by the end of the swap. And I tell them that. I go, if by the end of this, I haven't traded this off or something else, I will give it to you. Um, just to kind of help spread the love a little bit. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. I, I had, it reminds me of this experience I had, I think it was after one of the plant swaps at Tonkadale. I think I've been to two, three, maybe four Tonkadale plant swaps, which is a huge nursery out in the suburbs of the Twin Cities. And they host plant swaps that you have to pay an admittance fee to get in, but then they usually offer like merchandise, like a, a bag with like some stickers and I, honestly, it's the totes that keep me coming back to those <laughs> things and paying I mean, those. it's a $10 entry fee. They host it. They yeah. provide snacks. The bag costs $7 if you buy it off the shelf. They give you a free plant. They free cuttings, stickers, yeah, plants, yeah. Patches, and then sometimes, like, once I got a nursery pot. Right. Yeah. But, like, the, the value that you have spent to be at that swap, you get it you get back, back in greater amount based on the freebies. So yeah. Like, 
and there are people who are like, I will never pay to go to a plant swap. Like it costs money to put these things together. It's time right. and space and you can't have plant swaps in, you know, public places for free half the time. So sure. like, especially in the there winter. is a cost yeah. and like, that's the, you know, it's $10, get over it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my opinion. So, my uh, opinion. the story that I was going to tell you is <laughs> actually about like a, like I had a leftover Monstera Deliciosa or something that someone just like basically forced me to take when I had just given them a plant that they, I, they didn't have anything that I wanted, but I was like, mm, I don't really want the plant that you are really going after. And I just have too many of them. So I'm happy to just gift it. But they were like, here, just take this Monstera Deliciosa. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> uh, you know, like I was trying to be nice, I think. But then at the end, I was like, does anybody else want this Monstera Deliciosa? Off the Deliciosa? And there was this lady who she was like, she looked at me like, are you serious? Like, you're giving this away? <laughs> like, I have always wanted a Monstera Deliciosa. Oh, wow. And she was like, she was like, almost tearing up and then she gave me a big hug and i was like oh wow yeah take this monster i bet i bet she tells that story i yeah. bet she has that deliciosa and it's huge now i'm hoping i hope and so she <laughs> tells that story every time i don't know like that just kind of struck me as like okay well once you're a plant collector and you really have spent years like just working through different types of plants growing different types of things and propagating them oftentimes you have things that other people have never seen or really want and you have abundance of it and so you can really make people's day by just going to the plant swap and getting rid of stuff that you might not necessarily even want right that's the perk to being my friend is i'll do that to you if we have friend status even outside of the swap yeah oh my god every day regular i am a plant fairy but you have to be my <laughs> friend if you're not my friend and if you kill plants forget about it <laughs> insulting our listeners again I, I'm not trying to insult the <laughs> listeners. I'm just saying, be my friend. <laughs> There's perks. There's perks. I'm, I'm, uh, Kaylin, thank you so much for this plant. I'm going to go put it in my uh, bathroom. Do you think it's okay? There's no windows in there. I'm taking that plant back, you <laughs> ass. Kaylin's breaking into your house, going into the bathroom, and stealing that plant Plants back. can't survive in windowless rooms. Just saying. So, we kind of, I feel like we've kind of just like dove right into yeah, everything we, let's let's go let's go Should back we, and talk about bit. like how plant swaps set up what what to expect if you're going to a plant swap maybe we could answer that question by like describing what have been some of the best practices like from the standpoint of the person throwing the plant swap what practices have worked the best and smoothest and like what maybe have what experiences have you had with plant swaps that maybe could have been better organized or have different types of uh, standards or rules? Uh, all of the plant swaps that I've been to are the type of plant swap where you have to talk to another human <laughs> about what you are going to trade. So usually one or other one one of one party is interested. They approach the second party, say, "Hello, I am interested in trading for." this plant would you like to go see what i have if we could maybe trade and then uh, yeah it sucks for the introverts i'm so sorry guys um but in these types of plant swaps then you're asking the other person they go look at your plants they'll either be like "Ooh, i want to trade for this or they'll be like oh i have all of these plants already <laughs> i'm not interested in trading and you go from there but everyone has their plants set up in like a little taped off area mm -hmm. and then you talk to the other person and 
so go from there. So definitely the plant swaps that provide space for everybody. Yeah. That's one benefit of having people like register for um, a plant swap. You can also see everyone's plants on the table. Right. You know what they have. Right, right. Um, but I honestly also feel like when I've, I'm just thinking of plant swaps that I've been to, but I always feel a little bit like, should I just walk away and leave? Like to go look at somebody else's table. It almost is, it's almost nice to have like a buddy. Like mm-hmm. if you go to a plant swap, have a buddy and then like put your collect, put your like collections right next to each other on the table. And then maybe one person can go walk around and the other person can kind of stay with your trade plants to negotiate with people that are walking through. I feel like that's kind of what happens when our group of friends or group of plant friends go. Yeah. Um, we all kind of like pick a section of the tables and fill up our stuff there. And then I like, so like Kaylin's super extroverted. I'm super introverted. I let the people come to me. So I'm the one that stays back to the table and like watches everyone's stuff or someone like looking at Kaylin's plant. I'm like, Oh, that's Kaylin. She's in the Monstera leaf skirt over there. Like, and then we'll go find her and go that route. Yeah. So for sure having like space, like your own individual space, maybe having a buddy, that's a good start for a, a plant swap for people that are just like, trying to maybe either host a plant swap or show up at their first plant swap. Uh, but in terms of like design, it's pretty flexible. Design like layout? Yeah. I or mean, like, the more space to walk between people's plants, the better because it does get crowded yeah. with everybody milling about trying to look at everybody's plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but you wouldn't want it to be so spread out that it's, you know, everyone's so separated. Yeah. Um, probably a covered space. Whether it's outside under a tent or... Yeah, like the one I've been to that wasn't this format of like taped off tables or something was the the one at Newell Park a couple years ago. And that was like a... It had a lot of stuff going on. There was like vendors, there was like a donation section for it, and then there was a swap happening. And I either... Like people didn't quite realize there was a swap happening because those who brought plants to swap were kind of left to just kind of like find a spot on a picnic table and everyone was just kind of really spread out. So it was kind of hard to like find the people who were coming here to trade. Versus like people coming to buy versus people coming to donate. So that that one was a little... Wild. Yeah. Disjointed, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I personally am... It's interesting when you go to different swaps. And usually the ones at nurseries, like hosted by a plant nursery or a mm-hmm. greenhouse or a plant shop, you're they're not usually like bring your own plants to swap or sell or oh. bring your own merchandise. You can either trade for it or sell it. Oh it's, yeah. There, there's usually a, a big rule that's no, no selling, selling allowed. It's a big no, no. Yeah. That would be my idea. If you do it in the parking actually. lot on the way out the, the door <laughs> though, that sometimes happens. Or if your money just falls into my Venmo account. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like how, how do you really <laughs> in, enforce that? I mean, they can say, but it's kind of like just on your own honor, uh, honestly, honor system. A, uh, a swap slash plant sale would be my ideal set setup because then I don't have to trade plants for all the stuff I buy. I can just sell off whatever <laughs> I'm not willing to trade. Give me something of this value or the money. <sighs> right. Or yeah. like, give me this plant and some money, maybe. Or I'll give you this plant and a little bit of money. And maybe you traded an elbow with mm-hmm. money for something else. Right? I traded Once. a variegated amidrium. Right. I remember that. And some money for a really gorgeous... Monster elbow a couple years ago it was at that newell yep park yep. public park outdoors in the summer uh plant swap so and it was nice i liked that flexibility personally um obviously i understand the reasoning why like a plant shop doesn't want other like people plant sellers coming in and just like selling things right. using their like venue right 
when when you all are swapping, are you like valuing valuing your plants or your cuttings or whatever in your brain, and you specifically want to get that same value back in your trade? Depends. Or like if it's a philodendron male, I I am up to my knees. Ears? Oh God! What fucking? Body I think body. ears is right. I don't. Uh, I don't know why I said knees. Oh man, I have so many knees. Ugh. <laughs> no, I just have two of those. I have so many mayo. Oh my God. Oh, no. This is why we don't record at eleven o'clock at night. Wait, it's, it's not eight o'clock. The day. It's literally still daylight. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have so many of those. So, like, if someone wanted to trade me something for one of those, I'd be like, hmm, okay, sure, because I have six more of these at home. I don't care. Like, Kaylin was wearing sunglasses until about five minutes ago. Well, the sun is shining directly (laughs) into the bay window. It's my eyeballs. So, Uh, yeah. So, I'm I'm kind of the same where, like, I'm not going to trade you something of super high value for, like, a spider plant. At that point, I will. No. I wouldn't even give it to you, but I would consider just giving it to you at that point. I'm, but I am more of a, oh, I don't have that. I'm interested in that. So mm-hmm. just because I don't have it. Yeah. Like if something looks interesting or I've never seen it, or I just really want to try growing something, um, I don't need necessarily to like match equivalent market value. And how do you even do that anyways? Honestly, right. it, it, it depends on so many different factors. You can get different prices for plants in different places. And then Sometimes even like the size, like a maturity of a plant makes mm-hmm. it much more valuable than just a cutting sometimes. So ah, I'm, it's whatever I feel like at that, at any given time. Right. At one of the last swaps, I wanted to look like a big shooter. So I brought a couple elbows that I propagated. A big shooter. Oh, <laughs> that's not what I heard. My, I, don't, oh. I don't know what I heard, honestly. <laughs> if my dad has a buddy's nickname is Big Shooter. <laughs> Shout out to Big Shooter Jones. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing, you guys. Anyway. Just come over to my family's <laughs> house sometime. We're weird. We just got <laughs> derailed just completely. He's questioning my word choices again. <laughs> I'm going to go cry. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, my God. I took elbows to a Sh- So you, you wanted to feel like a big shot. Yeah. A big shooter. <laughs> So, 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 so I you brought, brought some Monstera. I had them set up. Elbow and oh my god, okay. Pro tip if you want to look like a fancy person at a plant swap, bring various things to create levels in your little <laughs> allotted space because your display will automatically just be light years ahead elevated. of everybody else's. Yeah. Levels. Not It'll, just elevate, but levels. Your display will be elevated. <laughs> um, yeah, so. And uh, I also bring a speaker sometimes for. Uh, ambiance and sound noise um, or tunage mm-hmm. yeah turn on some pandora um back to the elbows and the big shooter i brought the elbows i was like in the off chance anybody brings some sweet stuff and they don't have an elbow yet i will trade this for some cool stuff and that was not at all my that was not the reality for me everybody just kept trying to shoot their shot and they're like hey i'm interested in the elbow do you want to come see if you have any like if there's anything i have you want and like the coolest thing they had was a raffidophora tetrasperma. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do this trade. Right. I'd like at that point, I don't even want to like congratulate you for having the balls to ask because that was just an insult, really. <laughs> and I think that's a good segue. Um, when you go to these swaps, it's, it's very awkward to do it. And I completely understand you as an introvert myself. Like, But it, it is okay to say no to the trades. Um, I definitely struggled in the first couple that I went to and feeling like I had to accept the trade. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and by no means were the, was the person like pressuring me, but I was just like, oh no, I like I, they really want this plant. Of course, of course, I'll find something that I'll trade you with. But it is okay to be like, no, I'm sorry, like I I don't see anything that I want to take on. It feels so awkward, and you feel so bad. But what I have done is they'll be like, sometimes there will be a person, when I say no, I don't see anything that you have right now, they'll be like, what's your Instagram? Look at my Instagram. If there's, you see anything in my Instagram posts, I will trade you for that plan. So mm-hmm. I, I have done set up some like extra outside trades based off of that. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. I really do. Well, I think like they might have something at home that they just didn't bring totally. to trade you. Yeah. And I think that's one good way to prepare like if you know there's a plant swap coming take stock you know mm-hmm. if you're like a month or two out and you're like you that's plenty of time to start looking at your plants and figuring out what can i propagate and bring with me so that i'll have things to trade that aren't like prying away my firstborn child out of my oh you can have my firstborn child that's not possible i love saying that now <laughs> that sounded weird I can't like, have children I, anymore, so I you can am definitely have, have my your firstborn. firstborn child. Anyone, anyone can, anyone can have my firstborn because it's not gonna happen. Okay, you know what? That was a terrible reference on my part. I'm just trying to say, like, if you propagate things in advance, it isn't like so hard to give them away. Right. Think about things that you can bring on different levels, on different scales of like this plant how much does it mean to me and what would it take for me to trade this? Mm -hmm. Sometimes just evaluating your plant, like plant swap plants in advance helps when you finally get there, you have some clue of what you'd be willing to trade it for. Well, like you're thinking about what plants to bring too. like a lot of people don't want to chop up their plants. So like, if you don't want to chop it, don't bring it. Right. Don't chop it. Don't it's, it's your plant. You don't have to bring it if you don't want to just what either what you feel like or what you want to cut or what needs to trim or if it's just a plant that's not bringing you joy anymore mm-hmm. bring that yeah and or if it's just like totally coated in mealybugs just bring that oh my god adam <laughs> stop throw that thing away no don't bring that do good point though don't bring plants or cuttings with pests to plant swaps right unless the pests are thoroughly hidden under the soil adam like root mealies these, that's bad advice don't listen to him uh, sorry um, guys like and mindful of the pest you have too. Like if it's uh, if it has spider mites, leave it at home. If it has thrips, leave it at home. If it was in a room where other plants with thrips are living, leave it at home. Those things can f- are they, is it they can fly or they can jump? Jump. But they can jump multiple times to get across the room. Up so to like, two feet at a time. Two feet at a time. And especially if there are air currents, two feet can be transformed into twelve. Yeah, all those uh, <laughs> greenhouse fans like you got going, or just the thrips are on like the little uh-huh. like the EAC East Australian mm-hmm. current. The, the thrips are like parachuting around, just like having a blast, like a flea circus. Yeah, but with thrips. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck those no, I mean, what what about uh, fungus gnats? What if your plant has fungus gnats and you bring it to a? It, uh, it's plant just swap? annoying. Some people would hate your guts if you did that because now they're gonna have fungus gnats. If you if I get a plant with fungus gnats, I know how to fix it. It's fine. I, it's gonna be fine. I don't actually care. I will bring them home. I will kill them. It will be fine for me. It's just kind of like a well shoot kind of thing. Yeah. For fungus gnats, I mean, if I get home and I see spider mites, spider mites, I'll be like, well, fuck. Yeah. Well, it's not as much of a faux pas as like some of those harder, hardcore pests. Like yeah. you got thrips, man. That's those things are not messing around. But if you got fungus gnats. It's kind of like a entry level pest. Like a, like a soft core porn. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. 
Uh, actually, I don't, why did I just agree so fervently to that? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> the point. The point is like sometimes there's a benefit to bringing cuttings. Like I know we said, like unruly cuttings sometimes are the way to go because sometimes pests just live in soil right. and it makes it easier if you just like bringing cuttings to trade it makes it easier to treat them i think generally like you can just give them a really good bath with, with some neem or yeah. but the thing with cuttings you know let's say so and so doesn't know how to root this like i got a hoya bella cutting one time it went home to die straight away that thing did not live so like right uh, i guess it just depends on the plant and how and that happened I, to me I once. prefer to get my stuff rooted in soil and a little established before I take it to plant swaps. I, I'm always an overachiever, so. I traded an Albo Panatum for a Florida, Florida Ghost cutting, and I was all excited for that. And then I didn't really realize it until I got home that it was already starting to rot. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I so love I when you get a that plant one. that's shitty. Yeah. I know. That's how I got, I got a Wilbur Graves cutting that it never sprouted. I forgot about that. I got it for, I got it, I traded something cool. I think it's like I traded a philodendron soderoy cutting or yeah. baby soderoy for a Wilbur Graves cutting or rooted stump, I think. And it just like didn't, it had like, it looked like it might have a growth point on it, but it just sat in my grow tent for like a year or so and did nothing. Then I switched it to Leca and it continued to do nothing. And that was disappointing. And I don't, I can't say that the person that traded it to me like knew that that would happen. Right. But I've also done trades where, like, I got a Pari my first ever Pariso Verde. It was, like, it looked like it had two nodes on it, but it was, like, the point on a philodendron that's climbing when it switches from, like, sh uh, petiole, petiolar sheaths to cataphils. Okay. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I think so. Because as, like, a juvenile philodendron climber, they kind of, each new leaf comes out of the petiole of right. the previous leaf. And then it reaches a certain point where it just suddenly switches and it puts out a cataphil, which is like a spike. Yeah. And then from that point, each one comes out of a spike. And somebody traded me a cutting of a, a rooted cutting of a Pariso Verde that it was the point where it was switching. So it looked like it would have two nodes on it, but it was just one and they had cut, already uh. cut the growth from where it had sprouted. And so that was a spent, I basically just traded, I think it was another Sodori. Those Sodoris have gotten me a lot of plants. <laughs> a lot of duds too, apparently. But um, yeah, so just look out for things like that when you're trading or buying really. But spent nodes are, that's a that's a, not a nice thing to wake up to. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that I, the, the, the not the dark side, the thing I don't like about plant swaps is realizing you got the short end of the stick. And sometimes you don't realize that for a few months. Which yeah. sucks. Yeah, so maybe that's just like the cute... Because when you're there, you're in like a social environment and it can be overwhelming and there's people everywhere and you're feeling... Maybe you're feeling intimidated or you're nervous to make you a... You just have social anxiety. Right, right. And so it's really easy to overlook basic things like check it carefully for pests. Look, check it look for roots. Right. Does it have roots? Are they rotting? Does it have, a, you know, the necessary tissue to grow? To grow? You know? Right, and sometimes that's hard because, at least for me, like I would feel weird if someone's like offering me something to like just grab it and like start looking at it. And sometimes the way that they brought the plant in, like I, like this ghost, I think it was just in a plastic bag in uh, paper towels. So like for me to have to actually like open it up and pull it out and look mm -hmm. at it, that, like I would kind of feel weird doing yeah. that as well. Before so, like, you had like agreed to take it, yeah. you're like, 
let me rip this thing out of the substrate and like just look at it. Yeah, and then like, oh no, I accidentally broke off the note. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think being able to like, uh, I don't know, navigate that type of situation, yeah. you gotta you gotta be prepared for like, okay, let's let's look carefully at the plants before we initiate especially with something that's if you're giving away something that means that's important to you and you want something that you want that you really want uh yeah check it take the time Mm -hmm. look it over um a couple of the plant swaps that we've been to happen when the weather's a little chilly Mm -hmm. uh in minnesota and so when the weather gets cold you gotta wrap up your plants make sure they're not exposed to that below freezing air um but during those plant swaps that we've been to where it's cold and your plants need to be wrapped up when they're traveling from your house to the swap, we just sit and we watch people show up with their plants in open air. And we're like, well, we're not trading with that person. Don't <laughs> trade with that person. Don't trade with that person. Yeah. And then you just make a little mental note of whose plants might die just because they didn't wrap them. I remember watching an episode or like a YouTube video from a plant tuber about what to expect at plant swaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were in Arizona. They were in a desert. Oh. And they were like, so I, the other op- they were like, issue? yeah, but I, I, they were like, they thought of something really clever, which was if you've got a big cooler for like drinks, if you're camping or like having a party or something, you can use a insulated cooler to th- like thermally insulate cuttings and plants if they're small enough to fit in there. Mm-hmm. And I did the exact same thing, but it was negative two degrees and I was going to a plant swap and I showed up with like a giant cooler, like toting a giant cooler behind me. Well, that was why I ended up with six totes at that one plant swap is because they all had to come in with a lid on. Yeah. Cause it was oh, cold sure. that day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there are, there are kinds of swaps than the ones that we've been talking about where you would negotiate your trade, um, based on what the other person has. Uh, there are swaps out there, and this is an important thing to figure out before you go or before you start trading. But some swaps, they will have you bring whatever you bring, lay it out on the table, and then people walk through, and they look at all the tables, and they just take what they want, probably based on how many plants they brought in. So if you bring five, you're allowed to take oh, five. Okay. But this is like introverts' dream. You don't have to interact with anybody. But like there, it's a kind of a free-for-all where like let's say you bring some lipstick plant cuttings and a pothos and a spider plant, you walk away with some fancy philodendron. Like. I feel like that's the, like, I'm just picturing, like, stampede territory, like Black yeah. Friday. Like, oh, everybody's, think, like, sprinting towards the rare one, and they're like, I grabbed it, and then they're fighting, and then... I think that encourages a lot of greed, mm-hmm. just naturally. Because, I mean, at one of the Tonkadale swaps, they had, like, Tonkadale provided, I don't know if you remember this, a giant, like, bin of, I think it was Deliciosa cuttings. Uh. And once people realized that those were up for grabs, they like went nuts. And it, yeah, so I just, I don't know. For me that I probably wouldn't feel comfortable going to one of those because I think it just encourages greed and mm-hmm. potential of people like literally just ripping stuff out of your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm, I'm possessive of what I bring and what I take home. So I don't want it to just be, well, I guess I'm going to get what I get by the time I get up there. Like, right. And that, I'm going to have control over it. That being said, some a lot of these swaps we've been to, at least recently I've noticed, they've got, they have had a freebie table. So like at the end of the day, if there's stuff you don't want to take home with you, throw it on the freebie table and someone can grab it. I feel like that is bold, just a bold choice just by the nursery or by the host of that swap because likelihood is you're going to be left with a bunch of plant material that just nobody wants. Yeah, they compost it. We asked. Yeah. 
So that's kind of just a rough position to put yourself so in. That, that might be the end of the life <laughs> for that plant. Just be aware of that. But, yeah, you know, um, you also might be making someone's day. By how do you guys feel about, how do you guys feel about some more morally complex questions at a plant Bring swap? Bring it on. So what about this situation? What? You <laughs> trade with somebody and then you trade that plant for something else in the same swap. <laughs> you do I've, two. I've uh, never done that. <laughs> okay. At the point I'm at with the plants I have, I would absolutely do that. But I would feel bad about hurting the other person's feelings. But in a swap, I've also just taken whatever the, you know, like the one thing I wanted on the table was a pink princess cutting that was slightly more variegated than the one I had at home, but I already had the plant. So like, that was essentially me just being like, like, you can take this plant and I guess I'll just take this thing. But like, then I can take that thing and go trade it for something that I want. Yeah. It's also like getting a gift receipt at Christmas and taking back what you're... Yeah, I feel like you were gifted to get something you would rather have. I feel like that's a good insight into the way Kaylin's mind works, like in terms of chaos theory and what's 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 an appropriate level of control at a plant swap? Because it's the same sort of question. It reminds me of the question of like, should we be able to accept money for things at a plant swap when we're at a nursery, for example, Mm -hmm. or a greenhouse or plant shop? Right. Um, It's just kind of like, yeah, that's. I mean, that's nice if you can then if you can retrade things for something that you realize you might want more and they really want the thing that you traded for. So I haven't done that specifically. And maybe this is actually worse. What I have done is I've had, (laughs) I've had someone come up to me and say they want this plant. And I look at their stuff and say, I don't like that. All right. Sorry. I don't, I don't see anything. I'm not that. I don't like, I don't don't see anything. I don't like you. I don't like this. All all this over here. I'm not, I'm not Caitlin. (laughs) No, I'll be like, okay, I don't, you don't have anything that I am interested in, but your friend that you came with today, I saw they have something I want. So if you can figure that out, I will trade you. And they've done that. They've been like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah, Christine and I do that. We do it. Yeah. And so, or I've had people be like, or I've been like, that person over there has something I want. If there's any way you can get that from them, I will trade you that. Wow. I've done that. That, That's pretty ballsy for me, but I've I've, I've made it happen. Yeah. Like I traded a medium sized gigantium plant one time for some Standaliana cuttings that were, that was when they were cool. Uh, and I was like, I don't want these. I don't have the energy for these. And I was like, Christine, you want them? And she was like, oh, Yes. And I was like, Oh God, you take them. <laughs> Christine was really happy, and I was like, Probably back when they were like seventy five dollars for yeah. whatever it was I got. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't fucking want these. <laughs> Gave them to Christine. Yeah. Made the trade. Made someone else happy. Kind of want to grow those again. I missed them. I, I, had, I had an Aurea and a, I ended or, up trading it off at the next one. Uh, it didn't grow for me. I didn't want it. I yeah, it just depends. It. But oh, yeah. we could do we could do plant swap teams edition, and then we all show up as a <laughs> unit wearing the same color shirt with the same uh, probably rough around the hedges podcast. It'll say print. stay rough. Yeah, it'll say stay rough, and oh, and we, basically be like if you can trade with one of us, we'll you can trade we'll with figure all it of out. Us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says on the back. <laughs> um, I feel like we're onto something, I know. and we I mean we are going to be hosting our own plant swap locally. Great so, segue. Yeah, so... Great, it's happening this Saturday, July 22nd. <laughs> Adam laughs because it's two weeks out. But when, this, when you're oh, listening when this, to this, this podcast... Post, it will be this coming Saturday, July 22nd. So... This we, Saturday. I say we. It's like me dragging Christine along for the ride, and Adam's just guilty by association for all coming. the podcast. And I'm just but, like, wait, what? There's and a plant swap? So I'm, I'm infiltrating the Facebook group, Minnesota, Minnesota Houseplant Collective, and... 
talked them into hosting it with me so that I have more street cred instead of just being like, I'm a lady looking to host the plant swap. Please come. Uh, but I'm no, doing it great. with the Facebook group. Uh, Which has so like 5,000 local members. 4,000 yeah. members. Yeah, so all of those people are invited. They are all able to come. They, they better all show rented up. rented a park space. <laughs> I have paid money. Oh, my God. Yeah, it costs money to rent parks in yeah. St. Paul. Somebody should punch somebody um, else. We're going to have a plant swap, and we're going to have a little get-together beforehand where we can all meet up, get to know each other, hang out, put faces to names. Everyone's in the Facebook group. Um, and then, because I am a slight genius, uh, we're going to have an introvert half hour before everyone shows up at the regular time because introverts have a hard time coming to big group events. So I am having a slightly smaller, much, well, okay, slightly smaller, much smaller gathering of introverts beforehand so that they can show up, get to know people on a smaller scale before everyone shows up and we, sit we don't scare them off. We yep. don't want to scare them off. They have good plants. We won't want to be friends. Uh, but then, yeah, the, the day's going to end with the plant swap. So I'm really excited to get yeah. everyone together. And I think that's the introvert thing is slightly genius because the when you're an introvert and you love plants, you can find things to talk about with other introverts with a little bit more ease. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you, we could talk care, we could talk pests, we could talk propagation, all these different things that like give you source material. So that's a great, that's a great option to even consider if you're nervous about going to a plant swap, just like sidle over and be like, yo, how do you care for that cool yeah. plant that you brought? Um, and I guess for more info, we'll post on Instagram. More info for those who aren't maybe in the House Plant Collective group. Oh, we'll make a post specific on that on our Instagram. Um, and on our then Discord too, maybe? Maybe on our Discord. And then if you are local, we do recommend joining the Minnesota House Plant Collective page yeah. so that you get more info on that one specifically. And joining our Discord and yeah, following us on Discord. Instagram. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you should show up. If you're local, come on over. Like it'd be really cool to meet listeners in person yeah. and... Like maybe if I get my act together, I'll have some stickers. Yeah, and like bring me the plants I want. I'll, should I list them now? <laughs> should we have a wish list? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just kidding. But seriously, like bring me my wish list. Oh my Someone God. to buy all my propagations. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I don't need any new plants. And I kind of like the combo of this, where it's like a meetup and a swap. So you don't necessarily feel like don't feel like you have to bring something to be able to come. You know, like you don't have to partake in the swap to come to this. You can come and just hang out. Yeah, come hang out and. Chat about plants. And yeah. then you can continue chatting during the swap. You don't have to leave when the plant swap starts. Right. Right. Like, you don't have to bring plants. Just, like, bring me cookies or bring me, <laughs> bring me Chicken pizza. patties for Adam. <laughs> chicken patties. I'm still a little bit salty about not getting chicken patties. You know what was salty? Was that the chicken, chicken patty. patty. <laughs> okay. So, well, I mean, what are you guys, what have you guys gotten propping or going right now for the swap? What are you bringing? Me? Nothing, because I don't want to go home with anything. <laughs> I have to keep... I'm trying You're not going to gonna partake in your own wow. swap. Wow. I am in charge. I have to be running around <laughs> facilitating interactions. Kaylin's like the queen bee hosting like big event. She rented the park. <laughs> She's got to like inter make introductions. Yep. Make I, gotta, sure if I see an introvert being quiet. I need to go talk to them. No, please don't. <laughs> It's Unless they say, please talk to me. <laughs> when do introverts say, please talk to me? <laughs> I just like to get them involved in a group so that they feel like they're a part of something. Right. They are. Yeah. They're a part of the Minnesota houseplant community. I'll go up and be like, what plants Collect. did you bring? Yeah. No, I'm going to bring a really beautiful 
cutting of my pink princess for Kaylin because she's been like super, super patiently <laughs> waiting and waiting. This is my payment for watching Adam's plants for six weeks. Yes. I've been like really procrastinating because it's been growing so fast and well and just cooperating. The variegation and I've been is cooperating. Very patient, and if you want to keep going, it's fine. I don't <gasps> need it right now. No, I'm going I'm, <laughs> to. But I do want well, three leaves. Wow. Three leaves. Wow. I watched your plants for six weeks, Adam. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's probably fair. Three <laughs> leaves for six weeks. Oh, did I tell you? Time. Did I tell you I need to cash in six weeks or four weeks of that favor? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, you told me you're going to Italy. Yeah. You're all sweet yep. deal. I'm a. Two hundred sixteen dollars. So, so I'm giving you three pink princess leaves and four weeks of cashing in the favor. And then you'll get to pick whatever plans of mine you <laughs> okay, want. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah. That's that's dope. I'm happy to do that. Um. But, yeah, so that's definitely... I'll be chopping the pink princess, bringing some of that. What else? Adam got... has the best-looking princess, uh, pink princess, just for all of you listeners out there who haven't already seen it. Mm-hmm. Best variegation I've ever seen. I'm just going to just nod my head and smile and agree <laughs> with all of that. No, I'm just kidding. I've, yeah, it's just got... It's been lucky. I've been lucky with some good genetics on that thing. So definitely bringing that. I've got a bunch of things. I mean, I could bring... I've got a bunch of really beautiful... Uh, philodendron plamanii's that are growing happily in like a... Are you going to bring any of those green congos? I could bring a green congo. I could bring... Uh, they're they're kind of all reverting. I don't know. Those little shits. Like one, the big one is all white and then all the little propagations that have had variegation are putting out green leaves now. Mm. So what I need to do is bring them when they're putting out a variegated leaf. Otherwise it's like, mm, you're taking a chance and I might be... Either lowballing myself or lowballing you. There was someone in the Facebook group specifically looking for that one. Very recently. Green Congo? Yeah. Uh. You should like go comment and be like, you want to hit up a trade or you going to the swap? Let's yeah. figure something out. I kind of feel like, so that we are so getting off topic, yeah. but you but have so many and the variegation's so unstable. I, if I, if I, just to like spread around insurance. Give a couple away to your plant friends so that if they do get a stable plant, they mm-hmm. can then give part of it back, back to you. Yeah. yeah, But they're doing the work of growing it up and then you don't have to keep 12. Right. I was thinking of just like cutting up the big one too and using the like cakey paste on all the nodes because mm-hmm. that created like 12, right. not 12, like maybe seven or eight um, variegated pups. So I might try that just to see if we can get just more material to choose from. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's put out like a couple of pure white leaves, but we'll see. It's gonna. I'll let the next leaf unfurl. But I am getting off topic. What else am I bringing to the swap? <laughs> uh, probably Hoya Hoya cuttings. I know I've got some stuff that's going up, like that super silver. I don't know if it's a Lacanosa or a cro- Croniana. Uh, Croniana. How do you tell the difference between Lacanosa and Croniana? No, one starts know. with K. One starts with L. Thanks for that. So yeah, so probably Hoya. Some Hoya stuff got. That I can bring. And Speaking I think of Adam's Hoyas, the one, the cutting you gave me, it rooted in the paper towel, so I planted it in pond today. Yay. Is it, did I see it in your cabinet? Yeah. That's what I did. That was the one? That's the oh, one, That was sweet. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it totally rooted in the towels. There are towel chunks on those roots. Mm-hmm. There are towel chunks on the uh, Hoya sunrise. sunrise that I got from you as well. I just <laughs> left the towel chunks. And, you know, they're going to just add nutrition to the soil. Uh, that thing's going to grow. But yeah, so probably Hoya's a couple philodendron cuttings slash rooted plants. How are all those Hoya cuttings on your south facing window? Dude, those... oh, those are no longer Hoya cuttings. Those are like Hoya, Hoya plants. plants. Those are Hoya plants. You're going to bring them to trade? You're going to bring them to sell? Um, yeah, I've got like one really good um, 
snow queen propagation that is now a plant and growing actively. And then the bigger snow queen, I could literally chop. That thing's going nuts. It's got, it grew all the way up the trellis and then it's got a bunch of growth points coming up from the bottom. So yeah, that's kind of the, the situation. The vitellinoides, I've got those all sprouting now. So yeah, but I'll have to look around. It's hard to like, I haven't, you have you plants know, in so many places. I haven't listened to my own advice, which was that I just gave, which was think carefully about the plants in advance that you want to bring to a plant spot. Because um, obviously I didn't do that. I am going to walk around a bunch in my collection like the day before probably and just put a bunch of things aside. It's hard to do too because you don't know where things are going to be like right. two months down the road. If anyone wants any uh, Pilea peperomioides at the plant swab, DM me beforehand and I will just bring you some. You should I just bring them and give them away anyway. No, 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 have no, we no, thought no, about no. a freebie table? Maybe we should do that. Well, we can have a free table. I'll have to make a free plant sign. But um, no, this is exclusive for listeners only. Okay. Never mind. You have to prove you that you're a listener somehow. And you have to pick it up at the plant swab. I'm not holding on to these things. You have to you, tell right? us what... I thought the name of the aglionema was. Mm. In that's in a different th- episode. Oh. That proves that they're a listener, though. I guess, but that's like... That way they don't listen to just that's this like the episode hard <laughs> trivia and then show up. It's the hard trivia like on Regis and Kelly where they're like, level. what did we Although say I last think we, week I think we episode. referenced it again in the next episode. We did. We're making stickers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, Christine's uh, making stickers. <laughs> Sorry, Christine. We, yeah. Um, yeah, what about you, Christine? What do you have planned to bring? Um. So... I just potted up some regal shield alocasias, some okay. silver dragon alocasias. I when I bring alocasias and hoyas, it's kind of like a crap shot whether or not I'm actually going to get anyone interested in those plants because I feel like they're slowly getting more popular. But for the last couple swaps, there was is it just kind of how you have to be a hoya person to get hoyas? Kinda. That's and everyone's like, just scared of alocasia. The, the last Tonkadale one, I brought a bunch of hoyas, and there was basically only two other people there that were into hoyas, so we ended up just trading with each other. Which mm-hmm. is fine. Um, so yeah, I've got those going. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, to try and offer some stuff that more people might be interested in. Um, some Syngonium Oreos. I'm going to be bringing cuttings of those. I'm going to be bringing some Pink Splash Syngoniums. Um, I've got two little Prezo Verde babies going that I'm going to bring. How do you guys feel about bringing plants? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's fine. Mm. I'm done. Okay. No, I, I, <laughs> it was not fun. It seemed. It <laughs> and then, as far as if I decide to do like cuttings of hoyas and stuff, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I might okay. go around and like cut some polynera some, yeah. or sunrise or something. Ooh, yeah, polynera. I could do that too. Mine are going crazy. Oh, so is my monster. Yeah, but but I was gonna ask you guys like, what about plants? Bring plants potted in leka versus soil. Do you think that really matters? Depends on how willing the person who wants that plant is going to be to learn a new substrate if it is new to them. Correct. Right. I feel like I've done it and people have either, one, they know Lekka and they're fine with it. Two, they're willing to learn. Or three, I usually say it's got enough roots you could throw it in soil and it'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been leaning like to, m- into soil again recently as we've discussed in previous episodes, but... Honestly, one of the other reasons that I'm realizing is because when I'm selling them, trading them, passing them on, it makes it a little bit more universal. Yeah. Uh, everybody that grows plants usually has... Experience with yeah, soil. Where it, yeah, where it doesn't go the same way with LECA. Some, a lot of people just have never tried it. So it can be a barrier, but... But that's why I usually say, like, we'll offer as bare root, too. Because, like, like, going from LECA to soil is much easier than the opposite route. So yeah. I guess that's where I'm kind of like, usually I leave them in Lekka and then you can have a bare root if you want to have it in soil. 
But I think to just like maybe to kind of bring this to a conclusion, the every I would say like every plant I've been happy that I've gone to every plant swap that I've gone to. Like it, it's always been it's almost always exceeded my expectations in terms of like the people that I talk to and the energy that's there. And I guess that says something about the community, the plant community here in the Twin Cities, which I know is more robust than in a lot of other, maybe smaller cities or different cities in different states. Um, so I don't know if that's like a impetus for people to actually go check it out. But for me personally, it's, it's always turned out to be like just a good time mm -hmm. and like a good way to network and community, like build community and make plant friends. Right, right. And build my collection without like contributing to like, I don't know, capitalism, other people's profits. <laughs> yeah. Necessarily. So I like, you know, having a group of plant friends that we can just willingly trade with anytime we want to mm -hmm. as well too. Cause I'll be like, Adam, I want some of that plant when you cut it. And you're like, okay, cool. You keep a list of plants you want in my collection. And then, so we just do the plant swap thing without an official swap a lot right. of times. Right, yeah, there's trading plants in general. It's just the way to go. And you just have to reach out. Yep. Just ask people. Mm -hmm. Speaking guess, of which, if you cut up that snow queen. <laughs> don't you already have I, I do, have but the snow it's, queen. it's very low variegation. So low splash? Very low. Sorry, yes, mm -hmm. very low splash. Yeah. Oh, lower than my. Like, mine yeah. doesn't have crazy splash. Your mother plant, I feel like, has a lot of splash. Oh, yeah. I think they're talking about a Hoya. They are. We're talking about a snow queen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I there's a marble queen pothos. I and will. A snow queen I just are they called Latifolia snow queen? You've just been calling it snow queen. I just said Latifolia. Yeah, we after did. I we did. We did start by just saying snow queen. But yeah, that, to yes. be fair, I knew exactly what she was talking about. And I did too. I don't want viewers that. <laughs> might not necessarily know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can totally have a cutting of my snow Hell queen. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I guess unless do you guys have anything else you want to add to We're plant gonna swapping? We're going to talk about. Oh, I was just going to say we need to talk about our plant of the week. Yeah, I think to before we stop saying, stop saying, stop talking about plant swaps, there was something we didn't bring up as far as etiquette when it comes to plant swaps. Um, and maybe this is just like doesn't, it's a huge tangent that I shouldn't go on. But just please, 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 please. I know you're excited and you might see a plant that's been on your wish list and you're so happy to potentially get it. Do us all a favor. Don't grab it and walk away with it. You don't to steal go shit. Well, oh, yeah. and not even just stealing. I've had people like come up and grab the plant they want and then try and try and find me. And I'm like, can you put that down? Like, I'm not, not that I'm like thinking you're going to run away with it, but we have been in plant swaps where within the first five minutes, a bunch of stuff has been stolen, mm -hmm. um, stolen, not even like they grabbed it to try and find the person to trade. They just took They're it. They're just like, mm, painted lady. They yoink. thought it was up for grabs. Um, so yeah, just do us, do a solid and not just grab things and walk away with them. Yeah. It's a even if your intentions are good. It's a total honor system. So also, don't, don't just not steal other people's plants because that's a total dick move and a great don't way to ruin. Don't just not steal. <laughs> You'll get, they know what I mean. The <laughs> listeners know, they're smart people. I think you just said steal people's plants because <laughs> the devil uh, Well, the point is <coughs> also just, it's a, it's a community. Like you have, it has to be, it's an honor system to a certain extent yeah. and keep a lookout for theft. Keep a lookout for other people's plants. If you see other people behaving, you know, in a way that doesn't seem those kosher eyes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like it it has to be a group effort to make these things work and mm -hmm. fun and make it so that we can keep having them so yeah just like don't be ethically questionable right 
All right. So yeah. plan for the week. Plan of the week. Adam is your plan of the week. The uh, Begonia Brevramosa. <laughs> No, I have a different plan of the week, but I can't think of it, so somebody else go first. <laughs> I told you guys every time you're unprepared. <laughs> I'm unprepared for this. Mine is my Syngonian Panda Galaxy. Ooh, panda Ooh. looking nice. It is outside right now. It is loving life outside. It is very bushy. I would um, potentially trade you. A I know. I have that on I have my on the list that you panda want. Galaxy. That. Um yeah, like that that's the one. It's like my first Syngonium that I've had that hasn't been super viney it's like super it stays super compact and bushy oh that's nice yeah i'll take mm. pictures that's nice. that's a nice plant yeah sometimes when they get more mature the syngoniums and they have a really established root system mm. and you cut it back a bunch of times it just becomes a bush yep and it just keeps growing out its own growth points like mm -hmm. it just keeps like popping out more and yeah doing its thing that's cool i don't know that i've ever had a hoya be my plant of the week so i think my plant of the week this week will be my hoya lisa mm. Mm. yeah that thing's Bus. I just keep saying bussing. <laughs> it's a big shooter. It takes the bus every day. Um, it's bussing. I have him climbing up a super trellis. Do you walk? No, I'm cute little butterfly clips that are pink, and he's full, and he's in a south window, and his leaves are getting bigger every week. It's how nuts. many babies? Like size of a baby? <laughs> Probably like one and a half newborns. <laughs> newborns? The leaves on Elisa? <laughs> The, okay, it's like yeah, a, I'm, I think we're talking about plants, it's like a not leaves. Fetus size, uh, embryo okay. size leaves. Um, <laughs> I guess two baby fists. There you go. You are asking a unit of measurement. <laughs> it's like the opposite of anything I want to talk Why about. Why do we have <laughs> you unit of measurement? It. Unit of measurement for houseplants. New unit of measurement for houseplants. Standardized baby. <laughs> well, like babies come, like they change so much. You have to specify what kind of baby. <laughs> and it like just makes. <laughs> <laughs> is it a newborn? Is it like a two-year-old? Like, and then some people will be like, a two-year-old's not, not a baby. baby. <laughs> Go suck on Okay, God. we're... I let's, don't give a shit. So, so, yes, that Hoya is is a good one. And I need to move mine into brighter light. So it... Actually, oh, I chopped up my Hoya Lisa. That, that like whole trellis. all of it? And then I threw that away, was a I threw lot. away the root system. It was rotting. <gasps> what? Yeah. I don't know if it's because the, like, the bamboo trellis that was in there was rotting because it was in lecco right yeah, yeah. so but oh, it's okay. okay it's needed to do I, so are you uh, going to put it back in lecco or soil soil hmm. um <laughs> yeah but my plant of the week would be my my i'm not going to say that my um <laughs> Brevimosa? no it's not my Let me remind you what it's called last week. <laughs> no my plant of the week is my philodendron uh gloriosum maximum hybrid one of those little like tiny are you allowed to talk about i'm allowed to, say to. That. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I have a hybrid philodendron. It's between a gloriosum and a philodendron maximum, which kind of looks like a gigantium. Just yeah. different leaves. Yep, but, but the colors. but the hybrid cross makes it have like spotty, like silvery variegation. Yeah. Um, and one of my propagations is just expanding quickly in my grow tent, and it's been giving me a lot of joy. And everybody that comes over, I'm like. This is going to be really beautiful someday. Just wait. It's like a it's like a tiny <laughs> is, one. Is it now? Is it's, the time now? It's right now. It's tiny, but it did just put out its first like proper leaf with like a big splash of silver across it. And I'm like, so now people can kind of kind of see the future. <laughs> I see. <the> future. <laughs> like how it might eventually be beautiful because right. other people give me this really like, no, this is going to be beautiful. I'm just like, you wait. Yeah. I have a regular maximum from Christine that just put out a nice. Oh yeah, leaf. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to put him in a six inch back. pot soon. He's getting dry. Yeah. I just put him in a different pot. I want to see Super that maximum become like the gigantium. Well, that's that's I 
I'm counting him as one of my 100 plants <laughs> because I plan on potting him in with the gigantium someday, but the Ooh. size difference is so different right now that I can't. Right. So it's two plants, but I'm counting it as one. Because <laughs> I'm trying to stay at 100 plants. Okay. Are you really trying to stay at 100 plants or are you... In theory, yes. Okay. Is it 100 in... plants or 100 pots? Well, I can have multiple plants in the pot. So as long as it's pots. <laughs> but like propagations don't count and stuff I haven't sold yet doesn't count. So right. like, why do I have two different bakias and two gigantiums? Well, none of them have sold. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep so growing them. I'll bring them to the plant swap. Somebody buys my mother gigantium I, I priced it at 50 and no one wanted it so i lowered the price and now it's at 35 and no one still wants it and it's, it's hard to find buyers for gi giant oh, giant 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 plants it's a cute little shrub right now he's just gonna get big i've cut all his growth points off and propagated them because nobody wants that plant so like i've made a shit ton of money off him but like he looks so nice with his three growth points right now he's super cute he desperately needs a repot and fresh soil but like for 35 dollars, that's a sound investment but nobody wants it <laughs> So if you want a small gigantium and you live in the Twin Cities area, <laughs> please DM us and I will hook you up for $35. Well, <laughs> thank you to all of you for listening to yet another episode of Rough Around the Hedges podcast. Stay rough, everybody. Yeah. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Brought to you by Kaylin the Plant Seller. Kaylin's listening. <laughs> Sales on our Nobody's going to want it. <laughs>